It's time for Defending the Faith with Pastor Kenny Word of Gospel Lighthouse Church in Bossier City. Defending the Faith uses foundational principles, fundamental teachings, and faithful preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to influence the world and strengthen believers in their daily walk. And now, here's Pastor Kenny Word. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Defending the Faith. We're so glad that you joined us on today's program. Now, my name is Pastor Kenny Word. I'm the pastor of Gospel Lighthouse Church. Now, our church is down in South Bossier City, and we're a non-denominational congregation. If you don't have a church home, we would love to have you come visit us, come join us uh, for one of our upcoming services. We have Wednesday night services at 7 o'clock p.m., and then on Sundays, we have two services on the Lord's Day at 1045 in the morning. We have our main service, and then we're a little bit old-fashioned. We have church at night. It's a 6 o'clock service, and honestly, it usually is the most powerful one. Uh, But if you don't have a church home, we want to make an invitation to you. We preach the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. We preach that there is hope for every soul and that God's desire is to reconcile you to Himself through the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you need a church home, come worship the Lord with us at Gospel Lighthouse Church. Now, as we get into this program, we pray that this message is a blessing to you. We pray that God would speak to you, that it would be anointed and minister to you. And if you have any questions, you can always email me at kjcword, that's kjcword, at gmail.com. You can email me anytime. And now let's go ahead and get on into the message. God bless you. Genesis, Exodus chapter 13 and verse number 21. Over here is where you get the story of Israel coming out of Egypt. And when Israel is coming out of Egypt, they need help because they're about to go into the desert. Amen? And whenever you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you come out of Egypt is a type of sin and bondage. And when you come out of Egypt and you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you need God's help too. You don't know it all, you don't have it all together, and you don't know how to get there. You need a map. You need a comforter. You need a helper. And so here, um, as Egypt is, is letting go and Israel is coming forth, look what it says in verse number 21. It says, The Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. And and, and if you know much about uh, the history of the nation of Israel, do you remember what happened whenever whenever Solomon uh, finished the temple of God? You remember what came and inhabited the Holy of Holies? The cloud. The same cloud. It represents the presence of God. God was abiding there in the Holy of Holies by this cloud. That cloud represents Christ. And as you believe on God, that's His abiding with you all the time. 
But here you see there's two distinct roles that God, the Comforter, the one that never left them, played. One, He's a cloud by day. Two, He's fire by night. What does this represent in our lives? The Holy, this is a representation of the Holy Spirit comforting you. The Comforter. This is a representation of the Holy Spirit. You can just see it right there. What is the cloud by day? Well, when you're in a desert, it's nice to have a cloud. The cloud represents that He sustains you in the heat of the day or in the heat of the battle. When you're parched and dry and withered and about to give up, the cloud is there to bring refreshing. Amen? A lot of scholars believe that this cloud actually reigned because one of the uh, one of the verses in 1 Corinthians 10 says that they were all baptized through that cloud. Baptized unto Moses. Well, what they say is that that cloud had a continual um, a continual moisture in the air. Kept them from drying out. Kept them sustained. Kept their life source, their life strength. As the cloud would go, if that's where, just think about, if there was a, you know, a continual mist in that cloud, when the cloud stopped, do you think everybody would keep going? But they know, you know, when the cloud stops, I'm going to stop. But if the cloud goes, I'm not going to stay here because I'll, be, I'll get dried out in the sun. I'm going to go where the cloud goes. Right? And it says that He gave them the cloud to lead them the way. And if you notice, whenever they came out of Egypt, they didn't go in the shortest possible route. And if you think that's a mistake, Moses is the one that came to get them. Moses came from Midian over there to get them. Moses went the shortest route from Midian to Egypt. But then he took them the long way home. Why? He wasn't directing. God was. He wasn't saying, hmm, let's see, which way the wind's blowing, which way are we going to go? He wasn't doing that. The cloud was leading them. God, listen to this. Some of you need to hear this. God was leading them, orchestrating every turn they went. God was guiding them over hills and through valleys. God was guiding them around certain dangers, but bringing them into certain places. God was the one who led them the way in the same way the Holy Spirit does that for the believer. The Holy Spirit is the one who comforts us, comes along beside us, and leads us the way. It's the Spirit of God that goes before us and leads us. And the Holy Spirit will never leave you. It said He will abide with you forever. Amen? That's why David said in Psalm 23, that's what David said in Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. You're abiding with me. You may lead me into the valley of sorrow, you may lead me into the valley of abandonment. You may lead me into the valley of decision. But I will fear no evil. 
Because you're abiding with me. Your word says that you will never leave me. Your word says you will abide with me forever. And I know whether I go through a valley, whether I go over a mountain, whether I go through a storm, whether I go through a good season, bad season, whether I come up against a wall that I can't overcome, I know in all things God's with me. Even when I don't feel it. Because I come to a place where I no longer allow my feelings to dictate my faith. I come to a place where I say, you know what, that's what the Word says and that's what I'm going to believe. That's what I'm going to stand on. That's what I'm going to rest in. That's what I'm going to trust. That's called standing on the promises of God. And every single one of us in here today, we have to make those same choices. Whether we're going to allow how we feel move us. I got news for you. If you allow yourself to get moved by how you feel, the enemy has you in the palm of his hand. Because he will make you rise up and bring you down. He will mess with you like a yo-yo. You'll wake up one day on fire for God because you feel God. The next day, am I saved? He will yo-yo you. You have to come to a place where you're not moved by feelings. I heard a pastor tell me when I started preaching. He said, look, when, when, when they tell you that that was the best sermon they ever heard, shrug it off. Because next week they're going to tell you that was the worst sermon they ever heard. And you're going to need to shrug that one off too. You hear me? When somebody pats you on the back, okay, that's fine. It's great that they did it. But it's more important what God says to you. Because there's going to be a day when somebody doesn't pat you on the back. And in that day, you're going to need to be moved by, by the fact of what God said and not the feeling of what's going on in the situation. Now, this is where it gets good. You see, not only is God the cloud by day, but He's the fire by night. The fire at night gives them, an, not only it protects them, it keeps them warm, but it gives them an ability to see in the darkness. And some of you in here tonight have not been uh, abiding in Christ. The Holy Spirit's not been working in your life like, you, like He should be, and you are blinded to what God is doing. The Word of God is supposed to be a lamp for your feet and a light for your path. Not how you feel. Not how people treat you. Not how you think things should go. The Word of God is supposed to be your fire by night. At nighttime, you cannot see except for what the fire shows. And in life... We as believers have a responsibility to God to not be moved by anything we see except what God's Word says. Amen. It's not just a bumper sticker, it's a reality. God's Word is a lamp for your feet and a light for your path. Amen. Psalm 119, right? 105. God's Word should be what illuminates and gives you an understanding of what's going on. 
God's Word should be the final authority in your life. Amen? Amen. See, so He not only protects you in the day, He protects you at night, but He gives you the ability to see. Some of you in here have lost the ability to see in the Spirit. Some of you in here have lost the ability to see what God's doing in your life. You've lost the ability to see because you've depended on the world. You've depended on what you see, taste, feel, and think. And you are no longer dependent on what God has said like you used to be. And when you do that, you can't see. You can only see through the fire at night. Amen? Amen. Now, there's a problem. There's a problem with our story. There's a problem with the direction that I'm going. And I want to show you this problem. It's in Numbers chapter number 21. In, in Numbers chapter 21, we find ourselves in a predicament. And most of you that have walked long with God, you know that oftentimes we find ourselves in a predicament. What kind of predicament are we talking about? Well, sooner or later, the glass slipper is going to fall off. Sooner or later, somebody's going to show their tail. Sooner or later, somebody's going to let you down and do you wrong. Sooner or later, things aren't going to work out the way that you thought they should. Are you with me? Amen. And this happened for the nation of Israel. They prayed, Lord, get us out of Egypt. 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 And God got them out of Egypt, got them out there in the desert, and they said, Lord, take us back. Lord, take us back. We had better food there than here. You see, sometimes it's not the way you want it to be. And in that moment, you have a choice of whether you're going to trust God or not. If God brought you to it, God will bring you through it. And if God brought you into the desert, guess what? He's going to get you out of it if you'll just trust Him. But if you complain and get bitter and get carnal, guess what? You might die in the desert. A whole generation, save two, did. Joshua and Caleb. A whole generation. Why? Complaining. Not trusting God. Look, I don't know where you're at, but if God brought you to where you're at, God will bring you through it. Amen. It didn't take God by surprise that you're in the situation you're in. God's not caught unaware that you may not have a job. God's not caught unaware if somebody leaves you. God knows what He brought you to, and God will give you the ability to get through it if you'll trust God. If you'll trust God. Will you trust God? Will you trust His abiding presence? Will you believe what His Word says above what your eyes see and your heart feels? Will you? 
Look what happens here in verse, in, in, in Numbers chapter number 21, in verse number 4. It says, They journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. Now, before we go further, it says they journeyed. Do you remember what we read in Exodus? Who was leading them? Who was leading the journey? The pillar of cloud, right? The pillar of cloud. The Holy Spirit. Christ, it says in 1 Corinthians. They weren't going on their own. Their journey was not, hmm, how does the map go? Should we turn it this way? Which way? How do we go? They were being led by a physical, with their eyes seeing, cloud. I say, if, I, if the Holy Spirit presented itself that way, I know He's with me. Well, He said He's with you. Is that not enough? Amen. He said it. But look, the reality of the situation, and, 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 and the Bible tells us that what happened in the Old Testament is types and shadows so that we can understand how God works in our lives. And, and what happened is they come out, the Holy Spirit, this pillar of cloud, is leading them in their journey. If the Holy Spirit presented itself as a cloud in your life today and He took you a different way home than normal, would you complain? Well, this is not the shortest way home. You know how you go home, right? When you get in your car? What if the Holy Spirit appeared as a cloud above your car? And you were turning left because that's the way it's the shortest way, but the cloud went to the right. Would you go the shortest way or would you follow the cloud? Follow the cloud away from laser. You would follow the cloud, right? Well, He does that in your life. Whether you're paying attention or not. If you're moved by carnal things, you're not paying attention. But look, they journeyed along the way, and watch what it says. They journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom and the soul of the people. It's not just a frown. It's the soul of the people. You know when your soul gets messed up? You can see it in somebody's eyes, right? Right? In the eye, the window of the soul? You can see it in their eyes. And if your soul is messed up, you can, you can put lipstick on the pig. But it still ain't right. You can put on the religious mask and smile. How's you, how are you this Sunday morning? I am blessed. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above. I'm walking over all my circle. You can say it. You can put lipstick on it. But it don't make it a reality. Because if your soul is messed up, it'll come through. Watch what happened though. It says the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. Who is leading this cloud? This is not the way it's supposed to go. I wanted to go that way. I wanted to be a deacon. 
I wanted to be the organ player. I wanted to do this. This is not how it's supposed to go. Somebody got the promotion, and I didn't. This isn't how it's supposed to go. Didn't God word? Didn't God word? It says that promotion comes not from what? East or west, but promotion comes from God. If God's put you in a situation, God put you in it. If, if, if you lost your job, guess what? God's hand was in that because God's bringing you somewhere else. If you got a job, guess what? You didn't do it, God did. God's the one that brings promotion. God's the one that brings you to certain things. And, he, and here they're, they are much discouraged because of the way that the pillar of cloud is leading them. Going back to my example, if you're about to turn to the left, but the cloud turns to the right, you would say, oh, the Holy Spirit has a different way. Must be an accident headed for me that way. I better go this way. Amen. Right? But if you're, if you're moved by feelings, you don't think about it like that. You know what happened? This is not the first time that this happened to Israel. In fact, there were several times whenever they were thirsty in the desert and they would complain, we're going to die of thirst. And God told Moses, hit the rock with the staff. Water comes forth, right? We're about to starve. God says, you know what? I'm going to send you manna. Then when manna wasn't good enough, we're going to starve. All we got is manna. I'm going to send you quail. Till they didn't want it anymore. But sometimes some people will always find fault with something. Amen. Are you a fault finder Christian? Some people will constantly find fault with everything. I know because I've been there. Well, I can't believe that they did this. I can't believe that they did that. When did they start doing that? That's a dumb idea. I, I, I would have done it this way. You see, they were constantly finding fault. And if you're constantly finding fault, it reveals that you're not led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is not a fault finder. Amen. He's a truth revealer. Not a fault finder. He's a truth revealer. You know how many people say, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. And then all the time, all they are are fault finders. You know what I mean, right? Amen. Find something to complain about. It's too hot. If it was me, I would have bumped the air down. It's too cold. If it was me, I would have bumped the air up. Fault finders will find fault with anything. How many of you have ever been around a fault finder? You know somebody that you can never do anything right? Amen. Don't, if, don't look to your left or right. <laughs> but if you've ever been around a fall finder, you can never do anything right. Because they're moved by feelings. They're not moved by the Spirit of God. That's the, that's the difference. But what, what happened is, God finally got fed up with them and listen to this. God finally got fed up with them and God sent fiery serpents. And the fiery serpents bit them and they died. How would you like that? 
Here's a word of warning. If you allow your feelings to dictate how you walk, you might get bit by a serpent. Maybe not a, maybe not a fiery one in the desert, but you might end up doing things that you don't want to do. You might end up going down a road you never wanted to go down simply because you stopped trusting God. Simply because you stopped trusting God. Now, follow back with me uh, to First to Corinthians chapter 10. And we're going to we're going to close right here in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Right here, you, you, you have the whole history of their complaining in the desert, which is amazing. I mean, we think, well, if God you know, did that for me, I wouldn't complain. You don't know till you're in those shoes. Amen. You don't know what you would do. Don't speak presumptuously. Amen. Just trust God. Don't speak presumptuously. But what happened was they failed test after test after test. Trial after trial after trial, they failed. And you might be in a spot right now where you keep failing trials. You keep failing trials. Some of you might here right now, you might be so wrapped up in your flesh, you don't even remember what the Holy Spirit felt like, much less how to follow the Holy Spirit. And, and, and that needs to change today. That needs to change today. It comes to a point in time where you've got to make a choice that you're going to choose to no longer allow your feelings to dictate your life. You've got to choose to allow the Word of God to dictate your life, that the Word of God would be that lamp for your feet and light for your path. Now watch this in verse number 9. He says, Neither let us tempt Christ, which is represented by the pillar of cloud, in verse 1 and 2, okay? Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents, so now you know, context-wise, context, context, context. Now you know, context-wise, I, I brought you to the right place. Because right after, in Numbers 21, verse 4, right after that, that's where the fiery serpents pop up that destroyed them. Okay? It's because of that. Watch verse number 10. Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. You know what a murmurer is? A, a, a murmurer is a complainer. And some people have not a murmur, but a murmuring spirit that they need to get set free from. Some people murmured under Jesus' ministry. And if they murmured under His ministry, guess what? 
Don't murmur under any ministry. It's always been a problem with God's people. Because some people have always have and always will be moved by the flesh and not by the Word of God. Some people will always be up or down based on how they feel. And then there's other people who are standing on the promises of God. Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us today on Defending the Faith. I'm Pastor Kenny Word. I'm the pastor over at Gospel Lighthouse Church. And we want you to know that we would love for you to come visit us. Our address is 4350 Panther Drive in Bossier City. We're a non-denominational congregation. Listen, we meet on Sundays at 1045 in the morning. And then we also have Sunday night services at 6 p.m. Then you can find us on Wednesdays. We have a Bible study at 7 p.m. But we hope to see you at one of our upcoming services. And we're so thankful that you joined us on the radio today. If you have any questions about the program today or a past episode, you can email me. I'm Pastor Kenny at kjcword at gmail.com. That's kjcword at gmail.com. Until we see you again, may God richly bless you. You have been listening to Defending the Faith with Pastor Kenny Word of Gospel Lighthouse Church in Bossier City. Defending the Faith uses foundational principles, fundamental teachings, and faithful preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to influence the world and strengthen believers in their daily walk. Gospel Lighthouse Church is located at 4350 Panther Drive in Bossier City. Go to churchlighthouse.com for more information. And please tune in again next time for Defending the Faith.